Hello. Welcome into episode... 136. 139. Close. Close. Of Bourbon Bad Opinions, where what we're drinking is slightly better than what we're thinking. We're still a man short today. Uh, We've got to pipe it down. Yeah. No Sean today. But uh, Heather's here. Hello. Chad's here. Howdy. And finally back. Ahoy, ahoy. After the tour of... uh, I don't know where you were, but Tour of Frankfurt. We'll just say Tour of Frankfurt. Counting the drugs. How about that? My grand yeah. tour. It's John. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. Yeah. Glad glad to be not ahoy hoyless. We're ahoy hoyed. We are ahoy hoyed. Is that is that right? We are ahoy hoyed. We didn't talk about our bullet pick, did we? We, no, didn't, we didn't. It just happened. Oh yeah, week. yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Was that a couple weeks ago now? No, it, it was like it, it was the Tuesday after Derby. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the mm-hmm. But yeah, you um, y'all, you haven't been on a pick in a long time. They're just not available anymore. Really, we had, we had a Four Roses one that was supposed to be this week, and it got it got uh, pulled out from under us. No kidding. Yeah, the guy that was arranging it said that uh, Four Roses saw the list of names and they declined to offer the pick. And I'm thinking, like, why? Weird. Was, was your name on there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've only picked at Four Roses once with uh, Neff. But you're on a list. No, I'm not on the list. It's not me. <laughs> no, I've heard Robbie's told me that. Like he's had a couple his name on a couple lists, and then they've called him and said, "Sorry, we're not doing that pick." So picks are getting taken away. Weird. Yeah, weird. Why? Yeah, you can't give people money. But why? I guess why would they? Why would they do that? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to because me. Because they're they've got more they've got more demand than you know, oh, you know. Yeah, it's the idea that everybody gets one before anybody gets a bunch. Oh, I'm guessing. I, I guess. But y'all, yeah, y'all <laughs> went on that bullet pick. It looked like a lot of fun. It was. It was. Have you been on a bullet pick? I'd been on one before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was he it? went on one with Sonia. Yep. Oh, okay. So was it pretty much same experience? No, they moved the room. They did, oh, okay. did you saw the room that we did the first pick? That like thing is looks like it's like a dungeon. It looks yeah. like you're in like a um, bomb shelter. Yeah. Yeah. But the room they have for picking now is really Gorgeous. quite nice. Yeah. Chad had the view. He was sitting in front of me, so he had the view of like the farm we were on. So yeah, and they had a greenhouse, so I guess where they're growing their own oh, okay. botanical stuff for uh-huh. like their yeah. bar. They've got a bar in there now. Huh. People, oh, so. yeah, people poo poo bullet, but I love. It. I love it Bullet Ride. It's experience. a great mixer. So tell me about yeah. that in general, because I've only had I've had Bullet years ago. I've had the double strength that I bought some of the, um, but it we picked up a single barrel, which is going to be like 104 proof, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was again. It was pretty. Una- it was unanimous, wasn't it? Yeah. So they gave us. They gave more. us four, and I'm going to be honest. All of them were good, and that's rare for a pick. Usually, yep. you immediately in your head, and we had to do this anyway because you immediately have to eliminate two, right, or mm-hmm. at least one. And it was really hard. I kept going through like these are all really good. That's not happened to me ever. Hmm. Ever where there's usually there's one that hits me the mm-hmm. hard way and I'm like Urgh. so this one I had to go through three times eliminate two narrowed it down to two it was unanimous and we picked the one that we would get the least amount of barrels out of the two because we didn't want to be stuck with we didn't want Adam to be stuck mm-hmm. with whatever right. hundred so we took the shorter of the two oh, they okay. were all really it really was what, good how old was it four no six? the one we took was older oh, that just oh. was a shorter yield oh i wrote it down i don't remember yeah. <laughs> eight year yeah. Huh. yeah it's good so yeah, i mean they're good. they're the genesis of them they were a company owned by seagram's as well mm. so That's they have the pretty much the same kind of flavor profiles like mm-hmm. that you would get from four roses and uh-huh. they've got 10 different yeah styles of bourbon mm-hmm. so yeah what it was fun what was more fun is this place we went to afterwards the weirdest place <laughs> um 
Adam's bartender, Josh, kept mentioning this place because he'd been there before. It's in Shelbyville. It's called, was it Gloria Sanders? I don't know. Uh, it, oh, it's Claudia, Claudia Sanders. Sanders. Claudia Sanders. Do y'all know about this place? Yeah, oh, yes. It's pretty fucking good, man. It's a mansion. It's, let me tell you. It's So, Claudia Sanders, I once worked in Shelbyville. Um, it's been 18 months there. She Colonel year. Sanders' wife? She was his daughter. Okay. And she has this house that she turned into this restaurant. And for a while, she was the person so that was tra- really making So, trading the food. on the back of his name. No, I mean, it's the same kind of I would not have said that because that's rude and the food's good. (laughs) Yeah, the food is good. But it is one of those places that's like, it's a very Kentucky place, but it is the place to be in Shelbyville. Yeah. And it's like, you can't get in. I'm I'm the oldest one in our friend group that went. I was probably the youngest one there by 20 years. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Easily. It's like Ramsey's. But yes. like it's like a meat and three it's a type of place. Ramsey's. Yes. Okay. But Absolutely. so Matt got a chicken dish, and so you know he thought he was supposed to get a couple sides. Was this? They said, brought him every was, side that they had. It said choose four sides. Dish. It said it comes with four sides. They brought Matt all the sides. And one thing about Matt is Matt does not eat vegetables, so mm. they're bringing him all this stuff, and he's like, <clears throat> "What? You know?" And I'm like, "I'll try it. I'll try it." Cause, mm. It's yeah. a home style cooking. Yeah, it's it's like, a home style place, but it's. There, when I say that, like it's actual, both the portions are enormous, mm-hmm. but the food is like it's home. So was this a chicken yes. liver? Chad, tell yes. what you ordered. Chicken livers. Yeah. It was amazing. So they I were tried good. one. Yeah. yeah. This place, honestly, I would go back. And Jen wants to go, even though she's got this gluten stuff now. Yeah. Best yeast rolls I've ever oh, had. Oh, the, the rolls, the so, They were the size of this damn glass. It, Heather Heather hated the chicken liver. Let's just get that yes. out there oh, now. Oh, God, it was So, bad. in all fairness, when I was a kid, my mom made liver and onions, and I did not care for it. There's like a smell thing. Beef liver's different than chicken There's totally a texture different. thing. So, yeah. I was the fact that I was willing to try it is okay. huge all for right. me. So, But we got Hatton to try one, and Hatton was so funny because he said... Oh, uh, the smell hits me before the taste. He loved the taste. Yeah, he but liked the taste. And he texture. couldn't get past the smell. If you know Adam, like he like his yeah. reason, his health, and working out. He doesn't eat carbs. Yeah, he ate like two or three rolls and two or three pieces of cornbread. We killed oh, wow. him. He was See, that's a, but that's a huge thing for like for him that doesn't do that. Yeah, and that's, that's what people say is they go there. For the rolls. Yeah. Like, oh, really? They're, they're, oh, we didn't know that. Rolls. We didn't know the that, rolls but, were legit. But it makes sense. I'm not it, supposed to eat gluten. I get, like, stomachache, and I was like, give me all the bread right now. And Chad's right. It, it's sort of like cathead biscuits in terms of the size, mm-hmm. but it's something that they make. They do the whole thing, and it's all scratch made. There was a big hubbub years and years ago when I worked there about... She was, because I think they go through this quite a bit. We're going to close. We're going to sell. We're going to do whatever. And people get all up in arms, and they line up for... For Sunday lunch, and it's it's a thing. It's a destination. It's one of those places too. Yeah, it's got like very Kentucky. You can buy jams and right. jelly yeah. and syrups. There was like a salad bar. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't know they had a salad. I didn't bar. get the salad bar. I don't know if it was yeah. open, but I wish I saw it was open. Yeah, I should have got just salad bar. Would have been my I dream meal. So it wasn't it wasn't like a country style buffet. It was you actually sat and ordered sat. off the yeah. menu or whatever. Yeah. Huh. Man, see, I'm down it's for the chicken livers. Place. Yeah, dude, it's good. It's legit down. good. And so the deal that Matt got because he got like the chicken plate. It's unlimited side, so they'll keep bringing. Like if you eat it and you're done, they'll fill you back. Wow! Up. And he didn't want anything. <laughs> he didn't want I think, any of I think he tried the potatoes, yeah. and he might have taken a bite of one other thing. But mm. like for me, I was like, oh my god, there's pickled beets. Yeah, there was the uh, weird pickled beets too. They're like the size of like little golf balls. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, I like, love beets. Yeah, they like they melon balled them out yeah. or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, yes. And fun. there was um, what coleslaw? Co- corn pudding, corn coleslaw, put, corn cream spinach. Yeah. Um, yeah. All your kind of standard yes. southern yeah. staples. Sides the corn pudding was good. That's what yeah. I tried. Like, it's like Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And so we were there with like uh, Josh brought two of his friends are in from Australia, just like just fish out of water at this bourbon thing he takes them to, and then they're like. 
we've never seen food like this in our life, right? <laughs> and they're like, it was sort of like, you know, this is America, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they right. were here because they got married in Vegas, and then they came to visit They've been him. traveling. Wow. And so then yeah. they traveled to visit him in Kentucky, and he's like, we're going to Rurumpec. Okay. Yeah. So they and came they, from Australia to get married in, in Vegas. Vegas. And they did some travel. They did some West Coast stop, spots, that Phoenix. And I was wearing a they Vegas. They were on their way to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. So they come There's in. Oh, yes. I love that place. Ugh. They come in. I'm wearing a Vegas hockey, you know, like a jersey. And I'm like, shocking. shirt. I'm like, yeah, shocking, right? I'm like, hey, you just came from Vegas. This is nice. really fucking good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, Heather made us a delicious cocktail, which we will get to. Um, but yeah, so, so it was a good day. Bullet right. pick. And, and so, what and did the Australians think of the food? Oh gosh. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think the guy ate his. The girl like kind of moused through some of it, mm-hmm. and then like somebody told them that they just got married, and so it was me. okay, then <laughs> oh, they brought God. them each a dessert. So they're seeing all this food, and they're like. It's no wonder all you, you know, yeah. Americans are fat. Yeah. So they brought them, and I'm so glad because we were telling them about it. They mm. brought them a peach cobbler and mm. a berry cobbler. Yeah. And, and then cherry they, tri- cherry. Cherry. Yeah. they tried one of each, and okay. then I think they liked the peach. And she was funny because she was sitting next to me, and they brought the potatoes, and they bring the gravy on the side. And I, for the my entire <laughs> life, will not eat country gravy. You cannot pay me any money. I don't eat yeah. white gravy. So weird. I love turkey gravy. I'll eat brown gravy. I'll eat beef gravy all day long. I will not eat chicken white flour the difference is just the scalded flour it's peppery (laughs) it tastes like pepper i hate it so they bring us gravy (laughs) i hate it so they bring us you know with white gravy on the side and the australian girl looks and she's like oh no and i was like do you have brown gravy like a kfc (laughs) so they brought she asked for that as well so she was a little weirded out by the stuff on her plate i think and how the shape of the beets like chad said but in her defense we've never seen beets like that Yeah. yeah Well, I, it's, it's funny you say that because I, this one person that I've listened to on podcasts and things who's Australian, he like he that's his whole thing is he's like you don't realize how huge everything you have here is. Right. Like the idea in Australia or other countries where there's like a huge all you can eat smorgasbord that doesn't make sense to us right. because we would have one small thing and you 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 bring out your sides for example in other plates that's weird everything should be on one plate. One scoop, that kind of thing, which is dieting here in America. Well, but see, I feel yeah, like it, I feel portion, portion control. Yeah, it's portion yeah. control. Like yeah. you get one scoop of everything. That in my mind, that's equated to like this Ooh. the school lunch or prison, yeah. where you walk by and they take one ladle, <laughs> dump it, you go to the next. And I, like, and that's I, should, what you get. I should have warned the poor girl because she ordered green beans to her side, and then um, I'm like thinking like, oh, and they were country green beans. Sure. You know, like, yeah. yeah, she's like. This, Honey, is not, are, this is not what we have here. And she's like, they're usually very green and bright. And yeah, like, yeah they're just, like, they've been cooked the bejesus been, out yeah. of. Ours are bacon. soggy and yeah. they've been cooked in pork. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're, and they're delicious. That. Are you familiar with lard? Lard. And three days ago, they were green. So Matt and yeah. I decided that the best food ever to eat after a pick are those rolls. Oh, oh yeah. You go drink no barrel-proof bourbon and I then you... That. oh. Oh, hell yeah. So. so you can't have chicken livers without the white gravy. It's just not done. Chad, you didn't you, give me you, any white gravy for that to. nasty shit. I might have been able to swallow it and not spit it out no, my napkin if there was so, gra- I like, like them raw dog. I, like well, dog. I think they're good I, by I, themselves. Yeah, I picked the breading off of they them and eat them. They were big, too. Oh, they even better. Chickens. But I Sounds like, like we need a Bobo road trip to Claudia Schifter. Hell yeah. What's it called? Sanders. Claudia Sanders. I swore you told me when I was... Maybe I had too much bourbon. I swore you told me that that was his first name. I said... Oh, I did. I was messing with you yeah. fucker okay yeah. i was like i was like no it's colonel's real name she's I was like, like that's I thought it was, not I was his like, name no, claudia was his real name he just went by the colonel <laughs> fucking chad i believe them. that's why he went by the colonel his name was yeah. claudia sound a little more masculine like a, yeah. like a boy named sue right <laughs> yeah kind of, kind of, of a boy named sue <laughs> 
But I feel like that we've I've talked to Kevin about food before. Kevin down in New Zealand, uh-huh. who you know has been uh-huh. on a guest yeah. of this show and uh, is friend of show and friend of GBS. But uh, yeah, I think I feel like he really likes like he likes coming here and eating American foods. Same like he did. Like yeah, about, but yeah. It, I, I guess I'm not pigeonholing Australians, but I think anybody in the around the the world would think first of all that this is very large portions and you expect one person That's to eat one yeah. setting. And then secondly, it's, I think people that, I think there are people here that would think that's really weird what you did to these green beans because they were good three days ago, but now they're like done, done. Yeah. Mush. I love green. Do you not but, like them? No, no, no I, I like, like them. them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I can see people saying, first of all, this is clearly cooked in lard. And I'm like, yes, because green beans are nasty if you don't. But then they are, they're no longer crisp. I'll say it yeah, like they're, that. Yeah, yeah. You've Americanized they're, they're, my green beans. They're green in the forest green sense, mm-hmm. not the lime green. The greenish gray. Yes, correct. I like those correct. Chinese green beans. Those are but good. But see, those are good, crisp, Chinese green, but they're also prepared differently. Different yes. place. Yeah. But, well, yeah, well, I want to go down there now, especially if they have chicken livers, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all in. And oh, here's the crazy is, thing. Oh, go ahead. I like, so, like, uh, I grabbed the check first. How much do you think a dinner I pay mm. for mine, Heather's, Matt's, and Adam's? Like one dinner and you get all the sides of it. I'm gonna say fifteen dollars. Like I mean, that's a good guess. It was sixty one dollars before tax. Wow! Like, I didn't get a like, dinner. I just got like this chicken thing and it came with two sides and it was perfect. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't four want grown a, American people. But I would yeah. say for like a, like a meat and three probably like between yeah. thirteen and fifteen dollars. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Right so this is what we should do. So Bobo road trip to eat there, but before go to the bar at Willet because that cocktail menu looked Dude, incredible. You mean Sorry. bullet? Yeah, bullet. I say you're a whoa. bullet. Yeah, I was, getting, away. I was like, Sorry. wait, bullet doesn't <laughs> make bullet. Sorry. I'm confused. Not Bardstown. Sorry. Go to the bar mm-hmm. at Bullet because the bar was closed and there was four drinks on that menu I wanted. Oh, okay. Like stuff we would enjoy. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. damn. So it was right. just too slow, I guess, yeah. to open. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. interesting. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to check that restaurant yeah, out for sure. I was excited. Because I, I love, I, I use Bullet Rye all the time. That'd be a good summer road trip, you know, before football starts. I, I would think that. Like it's it's difficult thing to think about, but like the best restaurant in the cities, in the places you go, like mm-hmm. on the way or mm-hmm. at the destination for some of these distilleries, mm-hmm. I think that'd be interesting because you talked about the place in was it Bardstown? The, that owl, um, the owl place, right? Oh, the, no, the well, Talbert Tavern. Yeah, Talbert Tavern. But wasn't Mammy's? Isn't that one? Mammy's of those? is there too. That's good too. Like it's Gross. supposed to be good too. Have you not had Mammy's? Well, and Mammy's is just like is Ramsey's. it a meat and three too? Ramsey yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. Matt and I have compiled a list of oh, I all guessed. the places to eat when you visit the distilleries because people reach out to us all the time. We get two questions. Where should we eat? I'm going to Vegas from people out here. Right. And where should I eat? I'm coming to Kentucky. Uh-huh. So we've collectively spent a lot of time to make lists of restaurants. I'm interested in these lists. Yeah. And so the Louisville one's kind of short because I only know a handful of restaurants there. But when we went, Chad will know, the girl that was guiding our um, pick was from Louisville. So I asked her about her favorite restaurants. They were the ones Sean loves. Yeah. yeah she so I was like, you know what? You're the second That girl was one of the most fun. She was so fun. Fun tour pick leads that yeah. I've had. What Chad was, was grilling her on things she wasn't supposed to talk about. And she was just like, I've signed an NDA. NDA. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Chad's like, so. 
<laughs> I don't want to lose my yeah, job. Right, right. And she's, she, good. she's good at her. She was good. She yeah, was she was really, really good. good. We could swear around her. She dealt with Chad appropriately. <laughs> the, the the see you next Tuesday word came up a uh, lot. Okay. Well, it's because Australians, it doesn't mean that, doesn't you know. It doesn't mean anything. Like, that's their favorite yeah. word. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Adam named the pick yet because we were driving home. He's like, we haven't named the pick. And I'm thinking, we should call it see you next Tuesday pick because it yeah. was a Tuesday that we did that. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. I know. I actually like that. I like it's really it kind of funny. Yeah. And like, there's a hand. There's some people would get it, and some people would yeah. be like, "I don't get it." Slow oh, it oh, down. Oh, Slow oh, it down. Oh, no. What? Mm. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. Fun. And I'm glad y'all got to go on a pick because yeah, it sounds like they are starting to be fewer and far between. Yeah, when like, it was like, you know, they were they were just they seemed like they were rolling. Like you were on a yeah, pick like was, every other week or yeah. something. Yeah. And so now it's not, huh? Crickets. Weird. That's weird. Okay, so Chad, I need to talk about something that I know you're going to hate. You hate this. But in fairness to John, we talked about it like the last two times, and he hasn't been here. He didn't get to talk about it. And I know it's something that he, he is extremely interested in. And I know, Salad bars? No, I know oh. Sean's not here to to kind Good of first guess. be his sounding board. <laughs> but I feel like we kind of have to do like a coronation wrap-up type of thing. Oh. Because John did not get to talk it, about the coronation at all. Speaking of which, it was on replay today on two different channels. Oh, my God. And yesterday. Before you get started, I did see an interesting statistic because, you know, we follow more more people watch the college football final than people watch the I believe coronation. It. Yeah, I believe it. Really? Uh-huh. I'm that's, pe- that's fascinating. I'm, I'm by people. Mul- by you and I are millions. people, Chad. Because yeah, that, <laughs> to me, that's this is indicative. We've talked before about how I go back and listen to episodes sometimes when I'm sweeping, um, as I was today. Vacuuming. I would check local listings. Um, I was listening back to old episodes, and there was one I hadn't finished. Well, it turns out to be one in October, I guess, when the Queen passed, mm. and Chad gave his also terrible take on the fact that he didn't care. Yeah, um, I don't give a fuck! Um, but it, when we were talking about that, the, one of the questions that you'd asked was, so what? where do we go from here? And I, Chad said, this is it. It's pretty much over. I, it's and close. I think, well, but what I think is, at the time, you talked about the fact that there's a grandmotherly thing, and she was a t- something I'd said like a touchstone to the past, and she lived to see the people we read about. Um, but I think that's maybe the first subjective information. It's really objective information that talks about you can show, you can quantify the fact that it's probably true. It's you're going to start to see that go down. Yep. It's people. I remember people who bought like commemorative plates when Diana was married. Like when they did that, I won't get into Sean's interesting take on the Spencer family. He went on on that for a while. Yes, he did. Go back to October and you can listen. It was a good one. <laughs> C3 can PO. That was the title. We'll see you. Um, but he, he was there. That was the whole deal where he felt he that was, she shouldn't she shouldn't have oh been part God. of the marriage, right? It's because of the Queen Mom and how yeah. she her best her bestie was all there. And this he is had the, the whole best history down. He oh, he had the whole did thing. he bring in the Habsburgs and all that stuff? He too? went all <laughs> the way back to they're not really called um, yeah. Windsors. Yeah. They were it was the von Schleppenbergs, whatever, <laughs> and they all tore it up after old little Nicky got hung out to yeah. dry. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, it there were some conspiracies aired. There was no dirty laundry that was left alone. But anyway. Back to the coronation. It, he's still a bucktooth jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy it because I Sean and I actually teeth. Sean and I actually talked about this the derby party. It there were things that I find fascinating. Sean's interest in in mass security, um, the the whole um, pageantry thing. Something we don't have here. I wanted to watch it. I, I watched it. Um, 
I got up to see it. I watched the whole thing. I love the fact that he had to sit there uncomfortably in the in the Jubilee thing. And I'm like, that's your mama's ride. Don't act like the yours. That's not even your, like, calm down. And then they, again, they got in the big gold coach and they bitched about it. That wears me out once it was over. But it was interesting. Um, he's so awkward. It was so awkward because he's so awkward. That's that's the whole thing. Is and and any 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 of the ceremonial stuff that he had to do, and then stupid Camilla wouldn't stop touching her hair after they put the crown on her head. And I'm like, quit touching your head. Um, well, I, it's I, because it was on fire because she doesn't deserve it, right? I mean, seriously, that burning. But he's and, and it's also funny it's because a lot of the stuff that's that's now coming out, like behind the, a lot of behind the scenes stuff that they're showing, is all about William and Kate and the kids, right? Oh. And people are starting to kind of notice the fact, like there was an article in the Daily Mail with the fact that all the behind the scenes stuff has been about William, Kate, and and their kids, and really nothing about. Um, Charles, because mm-hmm. nobody likes the guy. Nobody likes. He's Chuck. boring. He's awkward, and he's probably only going to be around for you know a couple more years. Oh yeah, we have another coronation here soon. <laughs> I, I I mean I don't know. Every one of the pictures that was taken of him in the red robe, it was intentionally the the direction was intentionally taken so that you saw George in the background. Yeah. So you could see the future king once removed mm-hmm. there, which I get. He parades in. He does whatever. It. I thought it was the 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 um, sort of politics of the whole thing. I found interesting. They stuck Harry behind Anne and her big hat, so nobody could see her. And the people online who thought, "Why is Harry stuck behind some woman in a big hat?" And I'm like, "You really don't know who that is." Yeah. And that poor composer dude. Oh, who was there, that was priceless. Who there's this composer guy and John. Maybe bring up the picture of him to show Chad and Heather. John Williams. No, he has he has like this shaggy hair and this this mustache, and it all looks fake. Like he looked like the picture they had of him and these glasses on. It looked like one of those disguises out of one yeah. of those disguise kits. Right, the schnoz kids, yeah, like with the nose. yeah, yeah, and everybody was saying that's Meghan Markle, like disguised, <laughs> right? And this poor dude has had so, to come out and be like, "No, I've looked like this pretty so much my whole life." Is, this, it got, it actually got traction. People thinking that he's, she was he's there, a, he's a composer. And she dressed up. It turns out he's a Welsh composer who is a lord, and um, went through the whole thing. And he's he had to come out and say like, "Okay, it really was me." Like that's him. This is this oh, picture yeah, is him at the thing, right? It is looks he wearing fake. a wig. Yeah, like no, no, no. But see, that's it. Right? That looks like Elton like, John in a wig. They thought it looked Captain like kangaroo. A, a Captain Kangaroo who hadn't got a haircut since he died like fifteen Hello, years ago. Hello, Lord Disguise. But it, I get why you thought the man was playing yeah. uh, fancy dress up. Yeah, it was not Megan, and he had to come out and he's like, uh, "No, that's me. That's a wig. I've had this yeah. forever. I'm a composer." And his yeah. one of his was funny. Um, compositions was played in the coronation so that's why he was there was to see his work so my mom and dad were excited about it so i had to pretend to oh, care uh-huh. I, I give zero fucks i wish I'd so heard. so I, I had a quite my mom said and i didn't know this because again i give zero fucks like chad I, I don't know anything about these people my mom said that charles king chuck has always been in love with camilla oh yes mm-hmm. even before diana oh, like, yes. he yes. married yeah. diana because mm-hmm. of like pressure right yeah. or that's true don't right. ask sean right mm-hmm. what's so, don't ask sean okay. i'm just saying so he married her out of pressure for right she was society. already married oh okay yeah so she was okay and then so she he finally yeah. has his 
queen. And, and again, <laughs> I, I found I found the history behind it interesting. I found the kind of the pomp and circumstance interesting. Yeah. I found the parade interesting and kind of the their whole the whole military guard and all that stuff. But he's such an awkward jerk. Yeah. It's just like, you know Very punchable face. Yeah. yeah. Totally, oh, totally. Yeah. totally. Even with a crown. Imagine being those boys and knowing that your dad never wanted to marry your mom. Killed your mother. That's awesome. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Have the power he once yeah. did. But yeah. uh, Awful. so also interesting that you bring up she was married first when they were carrying on this fair before he got married. Her ex husband was invited to the coronation. Okay. Would you go? Like uh-uh. your ex is being crowned queen of England? Yeah, no way. You gonna go? Well, that's like being inviting her ex to your wedding. Like, are they gonna come? Well, like, Fergie wasn't invited. Yeah. She was there. No, she wasn't. She okay. was, why well, did I immediately go to Black Eyed Peas when you thought I thought just that's the Fergie I thought you were talking about? I was like, why the no, fuck sorry, was more yeah. evidence no. of the fall of the Royals? No, the better question with that is so apparently, you know, Fergie and uh Well I am. It's Edward, right? My humps. Andrew. 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 So they, they are divorced. They've been that. divorced for a long time. They still oh, live yeah. they still live in the same house. But I told John, I said, mm-hmm. You're never gonna mm-hmm. see somebody living in a house that big, right? You got one wing, yeah. they got one wing. Right. Yeah. You know, you're never going to see him. Maybe outside in the driveway. Uh, yeah. I'm bailing. He, she might be called to testify. I'm just saying. That's funny. Yeah, we're not going to go down I, that road. The reason I didn't watch it is I thought, we're having another coronation here any minute. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Um, it's entirely possible. Yeah. I mean, how, old is, how old is he? 72. 72. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First, got the first job. 72. Okay. <laughs> 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 Truth hurts, man. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, wow. He had been holding out for management position. Right. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. So did, did Megan and Harry come? Harry she did. did not. Oh, she had to stay home for one of their births. But he he basically birthday. flew in, went to the thing, got on a plane, and flew back here. She was not welcome. No, she was not. No. So, yeah. I, I, well, I, I mean, it was interesting. You, you say that he like flew in and everything. He number one, he didn't have much to change into. So I mean, he could wear what he flew. Well, he in. didn't come on a boat. And secondly, <laughs> no. Well, no. I mean, he wasn't allowed to wear some other things. Um, but he wasn't allowed to wear the robes. Right. But not Harry Potter robes, but similar. Um, but Could secondly, Hugh like Hugh Hefner robes. Mm, secondly, like he showed up, but he's like, "Well, I guess all this time they really didn't need a spare, so I guess I'll bail." Yeah. Good for you. Well, bye. You got your picture taken behind a big hat. You walked in late. Well, you know, every time bye. his brother had a son, on. he was like, "Motherfucker!" Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like see, see the guy back there holding coattails, the six-year-old son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. son of a. Son of a bitch! But I, I wanted I wanted John to have at least the opportunity because I, he's been into it, and I felt bad because the last two episodes we've kind of talked about it, and he hasn't got this. John and I did discuss at the derby party the fact that when the parade started after the coronation, they were in the uncomfortable chariot. This is the kind of king you have from the seventeen hundreds. There's no suspension on right. it, so you're feeling everything. Whatever, right? So. Um, Four thousand people stepped off at the same time on the same. That foot. was impressive. Using one beat drum, it was impressive. The logistics of which were impressive. So the parade was cool and, and whatever. But yeah, yay. Go Britain, I suppose. Good luck with that. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, do you all listen? To, and John, I know you do. Chad, I don't know if you and Heather don't. Do you all listen to true crime podcasts? Are you into true no, crime podcasts? No, but I read. I've read a couple <clears throat> books and I've heard. I, I am into it, but it also is a mind fuck for me because okay. I won't go to bed after. Okay. Hearing things that haunt me, Chad. You're not. You're not into them. Though. No, I, I, re- I read and thrillers a, and crimes. Yeah. But, no, I read but an not, amazing I don't book. To them on podcast, so. I yeah. read. A, I read an amazing <clears throat> book that had spawned from that, and it was called um, 
I'll Be There in the Dark. It was by Patton Oswalt's um, mm-hmm. oh, yes, widow, yes, 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 right? Yes, and yes. she had her podcast, and that right. book messed yeah. with my head because it happened yeah. kind of where I grew up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. ooh. So I know these they're they're supposed to be phenomenal. Right. Well, and they're shoot. Is that the book where she turned out being right? Yeah, she turned out being right. She also overdosed on yeah. either sleeping pills or like something right or yeah. so, something, yeah. and then um, the book was finished posthumously by her co-writer okay. so it's all over the place okay it's a good book and it yeah. was hbo series but right. that's kind of where i dug i i dug i dipped my toe into the, the true crime, true crime water okay. and it messed with my head for weeks hmm. yeah okay yeah. so it's obviously a popular genre oh yeah right oh, i mean yeah. it's like oh, yeah i always said i should have started it like when i started girls beer sports i should have started a true crime oh, podcast because yeah. it's fun because people listen that's that's what gets all the big listens right, right? it seems to unsolved I mean, unsolved mysteries started, it started with cereal yeah. and went, right went from there, yeah right? Yeah. right well even before that um my favorite murder i think was even oh, okay. before cereal but uh so anyway uh, i saw that the, there was a survey of true crime podcast listeners and a high high percentage of true crime podcast listeners think that they could successfully rob a bank well no. That's that's like tinfoil hat shit. Yeah, that's that's just stupidity. And it's a high. Apparently, it's a high percentage when they asked that said that they think they could successfully rob a bank. Think about how many bank robberies that you hear about in a year. There's hardly any, right? Unless they're a small town crackhead, but right, they get caught, right? It's not. Those things are like perimeterized. They've got silent alarms. They've got codes that they use. Like if you don't like if you have to open up like the vault or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's different phrases they can use, like to tell some to let somebody know that they're in stress and agony. I just don't see it. You listen. Oh, me? Yeah, you listen. To There's no. Well, it doesn't shock me at all that they believe that <laughs> because these are people who are spoon-fed facts with conclusions built in in 45 minutes. And they're like, oh, well, clearly that's obvious. Of course I saw that. Like, you, you just read the whole movie. Basically, it's like in the old days reading the teacher's edition of the book where the answers are right there beside you. You're like, well, yeah, I know this. And then you go take the test and you bomb the damn thing. Like, that, there's no way. It's, it's complete hubris, but it doesn't shock me because they have an inflated opinion of themselves and their own super sleuthdom. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something. They think that they could solve some of these crimes that haven't been well, solved. Well, they do think that. They and probably there think are, they there get are, away with murder. Well, there, there are podcasts out there that that's the whole thing is trying to solve these. And that they have been successful on some level. Some mm-hmm. of these podcasts really have solved crimes as, right, and cold right. cases. As group think in that scenario. But it, it would not shock me if you, as Chad points out, like if you said the same thing, only ended with that they could get away with murder. That wouldn't shock me at all. Because they think, oh, I'm smarter than that person. How dumb. You figured, like, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. That was so dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, the days of Robin Banks, that, that was big uh-uh. time Western, like the days well, of... Well, and it's like, like, what, like it, what year is this, 1970? You know, I mean... Yeah. 1970 what, what now? just 1970 so no but in the like 80s, robbing a bank in the 70s yeah, yeah. right it was different yeah. yeah so in the 80s i have a question i don't know because i grew up out west how many of y'all are familiar with the um db cooper richard ramirez oh yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. so that happened two 
three cities over from where I was growing up. And mm. I have some childhood trauma from mm. accidentally hearing this on the news. I was probably mm-hmm. only six. And let me guess, you watched the Netflix thing? N- no, I can't. <laughs> so good, good I, choice. I, I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I accidentally walked in on the news one day and heard what was going on yeah. mm-hmm. and was traumatized and didn't even realize till like recently, like, there's a lot of trauma there that like I might go down this this mm-hmm. podcast true crime um, wormhole, you know, but also that happened so close to where I grew up and he was murdering people. His um, pattern was to murder people on corner houses and we lived at the second house from the corner and my parents' best friends lived on the corner. So if I heard a noise in the middle of the night, I would take my blanket and pillow and sleep on the floor in my parents' bedroom for months, like and I didn't. I think finally they told reaction. me. Right. I think Completely. they told me finally yeah. he was mm-hmm. captured. I also lived in a prison town, so this there was this murderer named Kevin Cooper who escaped, and they were looking for him. They couldn't find him. He broke into a house. He slaughtered an entire family except the little girl hid in the closet and survived. Killed the next door neighbor. Spent in the night. Oh my like, god! Like these things happen when I was little. Right. So for me to read that book about uh, mm. I'll be there in the dark or I'll be. I think it was called. I'll be. I'll be there in the dark. I'll be alone in the dark. Whatever. That I was like, oh my god. Is it Why about am Richard I... Ramirez? No, that oh. one is about um, the Golden State Killer. That oh, okay. They, he killed people in Orange County, um, which is where I went to college, mm-hmm. going all the way up into like Visalia and up near Bakersfield, so Central California. Not but, to get into yeah. the whole details, but her premise was that three previously named assailants in particular crimes. Her theory was that it was all the same, same person, person, and it turned out to be right. And she proved it, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. wow. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind, I of think, a, it's kind of a goofy thing to even think that you could do that in this day and age, right? right? I mean, Especially see, a bank. Right. Stupid. It's stupid because, number one... Could you hold up John at his place of work and get some drugs, maybe? I mean, probably, but maybe. wouldn't get very far, yeah. right. you know? But that that's the thing, is as Chad points out, it's it's... In my opinion, it's it's hubris because you you've listened to things with the answers built in mm-hmm. that literally walks you hand hand hold hand holds you through the whole process to determine the outcome that they believe is either the truth or they believe is the truth, and then you're like, well, that was easy. I can do this myself, and then to then put that into a scenario of a bank where there are a billion. Up advances, upgrades yeah. in terms of security because it's been done to death. Right. Yes. To death. You could have done it in the 70s when there was no conversation or mm-hmm. no communication between this town and the next town over or the sheriff and the local police or that kind of thing. It, it was just a smaller... It was The world was much bigger then. Mm-hmm. You could do that, go two, two towns away. Have some anonymity. Line, and nobody would ever know. Right. Yeah. They're like, oh, the new guy in town. He's coming to have chicken livers. He's and, paying in cash. He's, yeah. He's, yes, I have a thousand change for a $1,000 bill. Why, there's nothing weird with that. And that's the other thing. What are you going to do with all that cash? Because... You know, I mean, yes, right. Sean uses cash, but uh, but you know, I think people would be suspicious if you kind of started like you know paying for everything in cash, right? Right? Weird. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't, I don't know. I think, I think uh, John's right that these people like you have the answer in front of you, and you're like, oh, I could totally do that, right? We watch, we watch Quincy. You remember the old TV show yeah. Quincy? And I feel like that I, if I went back in time to the 70s, I could get away with so much crime. 
Like, they didn't have anything. They have DNA evidence. They had right. nothing. Like, if you watch that Quincy TV show, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a forensic, you know, Pathologist examiner that you or whatever. call in every episode. But they had nothing. I'm like, how are she they even... calls Quincy? How, did, calls how, did, they solve, how did they solve That's any of these crimes? I think it's like, so Michelle McNamara, when she dug that up, and I just had to look it up because I was fucking up the name. It's I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Okay. They Because of her, they caught him in 2020. Yeah. Because of her book. Right. Because of DNA. Right. Like, figuring out how to connect the DNA because the technology wasn't there back yeah. then. So I think that gave hope to a lot of these true crime podcasts, and I don't know what they call themselves, um, detective, sleuths. Like, maybe we'll help solve some unsolved sure. mysteries, because this guy was, um, he was convicted of 13 murders, Yeah, and they found him in his mid-70s, and right. he's in prison for life. How long, yeah. how much yeah. longer is he going right. to live, you know? And when I saw him on the news, because I had just read the book, the story before, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Here well, it is. <laughs> well, think about even the ones that, like, the ones that have committed these crimes and give clues, like the BTK guy, that was, oh, like, yeah. just, right, right. you know, just fucking with police for years and years, and, right. you know... Turns yeah. out he's in the church, and nobody thought it would ever been that guy. Yeah. Right? Well, well, the Golden State Killer was an, a former cop, and then right. he he because of his military and cop background knew how to stalk people, knew what the cops were looking mm-hmm. for, got um, fired, ended up being a construction worker. But it's, he's he would kill people along like rivers, like he would go along the riverbank and mm-hmm. come up and murder. And uh, I remember we moved into our house in Richmond. I said to Matt, um, "We've got a river behind our house." <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a creek. Like I'm like because I I've heard animals walking in the creek at night. I'm like Matt, there's a person out there. He's like, no, that's an animal. (laughs) That's a raccoon. (laughs) That's a raccoon. That's a coyote. (laughs) The um, it's interesting because it, I know it's not everybody's Mm -hmm. cup of tea, but it's one of those things that became very popular. I'm assuming it still is popular. I I don't listen all the time anymore because there has been there's obviously a backlash to it. Um, it's the it's the, vic- the it's the victims thing to look at that and they're yeah. like oh you're kind of bringing right. all this up and glorifying yeah. it which I fetishizing get what I, happened. I totally right. do get that yeah. um, but I there's some that have drawn a delineation in we're we're recounting these things to keep the memory of this person alive or like those sorts of things as a warning I don't know about that but then there are some that are really as you point out almost like crowdsourcing mm-hmm. solutions mm-hmm. and now with a variety of different things, the AI and a, a variety of different other ways out there, the world has shrunk in terms of people and information and who has access to what, so that people do kind of start to put together, well, I heard this and I heard that, and I wonder if that could be connected. 99 times it's not, but the one time it is, it may be something that helps solve an issue. Yeah, and I think, too, that a lot of these true crime podcasts, and we'll, we'll get off of this, but... um they tend to look at crimes that happened in like the 70s, 80s, uh, right? Okay. Even in the, in the 90s. Like well, really sure. I can older. Believe like, somebody can like, go back and pull that up. Well, oh, no one what they know. Because the did. technology was so Exactly, bad. yeah. You know? So, of course, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I would have done this and this and this different. Well, that's fine, but they didn't have all this technology. Like, right. you know. You know yeah. what's fun? I have a friend, also Heather. She is a blood spatter expert. Huh. In Orange County. And wow. when I started reading this book about I'll Be Gone in the Dark, I, I texted her and I was like, have you read this? She's like, oh yeah, those are my friends interviewed in that book because huh. the killings were That's in Orange wild. County. That's wild. I'm like, your job is insane. She comes into a crime scene and she has to tell the cops yeah. where the bullet came in based on yeah, I do it. Blast, I based do on it. the blood What's spatter. That? That's, That's a biology degree. That's like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. She well, was a cop too. Well, so speaking of true crime, did you guys ever finish Beef? 
We did. We'll talk about that <laughs> off the air. It is. N- hey, just FYI. It's a dark oh comedy. No, no, it's not. It no, is. it's not. No, yes. it is not. It is in no way a dark comedy, you especially based on the last episode. There is no way. No way. You'll have to remind me what happened in the last okay, episode. Okay, we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about it. Yeah, but those guys wearing those masks and well, the, the goofy. Okay. I mean, so re- recommend it because it is. Okay, it's a good show. It's a good story. Um, it's well written. It's well acted. But a, a dark cool representation for oh, like yeah, yeah like it was for, for the Asian community. No, no, for the Asian community, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely cool. very, very. And they inter- had their own in well, jokes about and, that, yeah. and very interesting in terms of how you know the the, the different cultures interact mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. Re- really, really good, yeah. re- really good show. But just know that it this it's just it's not funny. <laughs> but but the comedy in the in a different sense of the word, I guess. In Chad's defense, in Chad's defense, when you look it up. It is genre. I know it is. I know comedy. it is. I know. So it that's is. why he's describing it's, it, and it makes him bumbling. laugh because he's a psychopath. Well, <laughs> to me, it, oh yeah. yeah, totally. Oh yeah, it's it's bumbling. <laughs> it's tom, it's bumbling tomfoolery. Uh, it's, okay, all right, moving on. I guess. I mean, and I have a. You know, I'm You've all been for, for a, from day one. a dark sense of humor, but man, there was. Uh, this, Pretty, oh, got dark. It, pretty rough. Yeah. Pretty, it definitely was dark. Yes. Let's just say that. But Lord. I will say definitely well written, well acted. Um, you know, worth a, worth a watch. But uh, just be forewarned that it goes down some roads that aren't funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll talk about it and what we drink in the shadows. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> my boy over there, Matt Berry. <laughs> All right. So, are you all? I'm just curious. We had a we had a our big neighborhood yard sale yesterday, oh my God. and you want to talk about this place crawling with cars oh, yeah. and people? We actually um, we didn't sell anything, but we had been wanting to get rid of our grill for a while, so we just put it on the street and said free, and somebody took it. I mean, it's, r- it's ridiculous. Like the amount of people that were on the street they going were up punching and each other, for going your grill. well, yeah. going up and down, and you know whatever, trying to get deals in the neighborhood. Um, I guess are you all yard sale people? Absolutely not. Jen and Marin used to do it like when we would have neighborhood yard sales, like when Marin was much younger. Like well, I guess either either selling or then going. We did, then we just started donating everything. I would I would say this is kind of a twofold question: Are you a yard sale person, no. going and or selling? I or am both? neither. I'm neither. It's not worth my time to sell something for a quarter or a dollar. Yeah. What about going to buy? No. no, I've got so much shit. I do not need any more shit. I don't do thrift, and I am like sticking. Chad. I do not have time to sell it to you for a quarter. So, so, is, but I was brought up where you donate stuff. You don't sell it. So everything that Matt and I don't want, we give to charities. I do not care about making a dollar off of anything. Even if I have brand new clothing in my closet, I'm going to give it to someone. So, is yard selling a thing out west? It is, and also thrifting. I I knew a guy in Vegas who had a show at one point on Spike TV about thrifting, and they would go and thrift and then they would put it on eBay. But thrifting right. to me is different than yard selling. Oh, it's it's just they're, organized. They're pretty adjacent. It's, 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 it's adjacent. In a building. Yeah. If you are a thrifter, you are a yard seller. Because thrifting is flea marketing to me. It's the same. Or, I think, or I think goodwill. Kind of People looking just... for second-hand treasures. So if I may, yes. flea markets are indoor yard sales. Yes. Well, yes. okay. Sometimes yeah. they're outdoors. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Flea, flea market is bring just, your shit in here. I yeah. know I know what yeah. she... Has an affinity for the Richwood yeah. flea that is appropriately named R.I.P. and doesn't it is exist an anymore. Indoor yard sale. They sold Our me across. They sold me a crossbow when I was sixteen years old. Oh. The sourness is starting to upset my tummy. It's my. It's oh, delicious. Sorry, oh, it's it's really good. It's a half ounce of lemon juice, and Chad is not having. It. Okay, so our neighborhood has a a yearly like an annual yard sale, and Matt and I are like, do not come down here. <laughs> like, I but I do have stuff I probably could sell, but again. 
I don't know if I want to haggle with people because that's the whole thing. People are coming to your house because they want to haggle. If you want $10 for it, they're going to offer you five, John Lewis. Well, then, too, then you got to, like, if you do want, you have to go to the bank and get all kinds of cash. No, you don't. There's people that, on the street that I've seen Venmo, and oh, they put their Venmo on the sign. I guess it's you, evolved, yeah. This, mm-hmm. this proves Chad does not yard sale or thrift. <laughs> yeah. It is now a Venmo thrift, uh, Venmo huh. PayPal thing. Um, Makes sense. Oh, yeah. But it, the thing to me is... Must have Sean chagrin, right? He, oh, yeah. Sean, mm. clearly, I'll answer for him. He doesn't have the opportunity to thrift or yard sale. Um. The thing to me, like we were, we were doing other things out in the yard, and I was like, "Well, today's the day. We should get rid of that thing." Here's like, I don't know. And I'm like, "There's never going to be more people on this street looking for crap than right at this moment. Mm-hmm. Let's wheel it out there." So we wheeled it out there, put the free sign on it, looked back twice, wasn't there. The third time, up, oh, it's gone. Whatever, I don't care. I didn't have to move it. Um, but the other thing I did notice is other neighbors who were not participating across the street, like they brought out one or two items. And they'd sit there and like across the street, it was like a, a pull-up, like a pull-up bar exercise kind of kind of apparatus. Con- yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, uh, no weights gave me or an idea. I'm going to sell cocktails at our next yard sale. That would be brilliant. <laughs> and it's also but illegal. But. It's also illegal, but yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well. Check local listings. I know Donations. Y'all do, y'all Donations. Do thinking, y'all do things different. Well, and y'all. as long as nobody narks on you, yeah. you're yeah. good. Oh, Just yeah. don't make bad yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, but, but like... They this dude walked by and he started doing pull-ups and I'm like, lady, that's your customer. You're never gonna get some other. This emo kid wandering down the street is not gonna buy that chin-up bar. Okay, sell the damn thing. Well, I heard her say 175 and I'm like, lady, that's too much. That's I don't care what you paid for. A dollar seventy-five. Yeah, you, no, she's talking about 175. Yeah, no, you could get five dollars. Yeah. She sat out there most of the afternoon. And Carrie's, I, I told Carrie, like, I said, it's I, not worth your time. I guarantee you, we could walk through this house and we could make at least $300 in 10 minutes sitting out there doing it. But I will not, in my spare time, do what I do in my paid time argue with people about right. prices of crap. I don't care if you get it or not. I don't care if you want it or not. Do you? Are you going to give me the money for this and leave? No. I don't okay. care what your Next. insurance says. I don't Just care. pay the damn money and I don't get care. the drugs and get the hell out of my face. Does my name tag says I don't, that you, I'm your insurance representative? No. Yes, no. Does my name tag says I set the price? It, again... This is the total. People are pay it? But, yes, no, get out of the way. you got really irritated because she let him walk away. Well, that's just poor business. Well, an emo kid's not going to have $175. No, but, no, but this bro did. The, uh, this like bro this, would this have. This emo walked down. He walked away. So then this other yoked out dude and his girlfriend, who was overly tanned for Lexington, Kentucky in May, and their dog walked past. And he like walks up and he starts doing pull-ups on it and i was like lady that's your customer you got to you got to snack like you got to do this now you got to do this now do not let him walk away so he like did two or three pull-ups they said 175 and then he wandered away and i'm like she made a big mistake and carrie's like what do you mean and i'm like she should have told him or best offer or best offer yeah yeah 175 i'd love to get that out of it or best offer you know i'll give you 50 if bucks you don't have a truck Take that fucking thing and like, yeah if you don't have a truck i'll hold it till this evening at six Come back, you know, 50 cash takes it. I've got to, I don't, because the bottom line is, mm-hmm. my opinion, even when I was a child and we did have yard sales in a smaller neighborhood that did not go well, I'm not bringing this back in my house. Mm-hmm. This right. is out the door. It's not coming back. Somebody's taking it home or it's going in the trash. 
And there were a number of places, number of people up and down the street that had signs that said free. And I'm like, y'all should have put that crap for free yeah. two hours ago. Yeah. I'll give you a pro work. tip. I think I've said this before, but any night, the night before you're like your, you know, your Rosie and your Herbie and all yep. that gets picked up. Mm-hmm. Anything you don't want to put out there, you get picked up. Yep. Junk man. Yep. Yep. I well, do that regularly. I'm going to tell you right bandits now. go through the neighborhoods. We have, we have a the good, junk truck. We have mm-hmm. a decent yard sale in this neighborhood, but across Todd's Road, that they are selling like well, that's big time. The high end, like I've seen people selling just multiple sets of golf clubs. Yeah, right. Um, that's the big time and over the, there. We made a mistake. Maybe I've talked about some here. Like we were going to the beach. It's been a few years. It's probably been about five years or more ago. We were heading to the beach, and you know, no, we were heading head to the farm. And so the way we always go, we go out, you know, uh, go around Versailles Road, then go out and pick up the BG and head that way. Mm-hmm. Well, we said like maybe it'd be quicker if we drove. The interstate to Frankfurt and cut it down 127. Mm-hmm. The oh, 127 the, yard the sale. Yard sale. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. Yeah. Literally, yep. it took us like and that 45 minutes. goes min- to Alabama. Yes. Oh, Matt and I went by that. We thought that. Ooh. We were fascinated by that. We're yeah. Like, what the? It goes, literally goes. Did like, it go from northern Kentucky? Oh, like, it goes it, from Ohio, Ohio, or Ohio yeah, to all the way to Alabama. Used to be the main interstate, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It was what took you to the uh, Gulf Coast. Yep. We were blown away by that. Yeah. I like, and it was blown the fuck up. Yes, Ryan, Ryan and Kevin, um, my friend Kevin, uh, and then my friend Ryan, they used to be super into yard sales, and I'd go yard sailing with them every once in a while. And I actually got a couple of decent things. I got a, a what's a? It's a baby bag, but I use it as a travel bag because it doesn't look like a diaper bag at all, but it has a lot of cool pockets. And then I got this UK direct thing with motherhood. You right? get a lot of pockets. I got this U- <laughs> UK, UK director's chair, and then I got a picture of the old wildcat that's hanging. That's the one that's yeah. hanging in the the uh, hallway there. Uh, See, so yeah, I've gotten some decent things. I feel like back in the day, like we used to have neighborhood yard sale, and mom would put stuff out. But I'm more of a flea market person than a yard yeah. sale person. Indoor yard sale. I'm more of a buy online kind of person. Oh, 100%. Okay. But I'm a sucker for a used bookstore. Uh, I mean, oh, like, that's, yeah. that's oh, your kryptonite. Half Man, price totally. books. That's Half price books. Any small, like, you know, oh, yeah. Like, so, what ballpark, the minimum time you've ever spent in a, in a used bookstore? The minimum time? Minimum time. Oh, there's. I've got my routine now. Now I can be in and out in like two minutes because I know Seriously? all the he areas knows what he wants. Yeah. yeah, he knows the areas to go. But sometimes I'll just go and I'll be like, oh, I didn't know I really had an interest in that like old toy from the 1970s. Like, should I buy that thing? Like, what I've been collecting recently are all the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. I have yeah. a couple over there. God, some of those things, like some of the D&D focused mm-hmm. ones, go from 50 to $150. Really? Now. Yeah. Uh, really? The yeah. older ones? Yeah. Huh. huh. I almost put the sugar on a fifty dollar one the other day, but when I opened up, it didn't have the little card, the little character sheet in the front. Oh. That's a no, it's a deal yeah. breaker, huh? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I think the internet <laughs> screwed a lot of these businesses too, because a friend of mine he went, he did the one twenty seven yard sale, but I, I did it one or two times. I did a couple, maybe once with you all. There was one time when I did. Yes, we went with Hallie and them back in college. Oh, that's forever ago. And that's I, why I don't remember. There was it. a place that because some of them. Are, are like brick and mortar places where they do the regular thing and they just swing the doors open and there was somebody that had derby glasses I was mm-hmm. interested in but yep. they were like seventy dollars. I'm like, no. Because he's still he's sale. still looking for that nineteen seventy three because that's Secretariat, Secretariat right? right? Yeah, I got that's gonna be hard to get. No kidding. Without paying for yeah. coins. <laughs> Sixty bucks. Yeah. Coin of the realm. Well you don't have that house payment now. You can just <laughs> see you know, right, right? make like, it happen. One of these things that Are you complete us or not? Make it happen. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rob. The, so like it, he has told me before, like he's found old bourbon. 
yeah. that people have got there because somebody's like, I don't know what it is. But that's the thing is before the internet, you had the opportunity to kind of find specials. Mm-hmm. But Go now, state sales and stuff like right. that. Yeah. Between, between all the yard sales and Antiques Roadshow on PBS and people like Google and this stuff, what's it worth? There's very few surprises left for funds where people don't you, realize. You got, you got some cool pharmacy bottles at an estate sale on Malibu when oh, we lived yeah, on yeah, Malibu. Oh, carry bottles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haunted. Huh? Haunted. Whenever you go to estate sales, oh, I'm always like, oh, this shit's haunted. Haunted, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was, so some time in the past 10 years, I like lost a bunch of books that I never found during the move, whatever, and I've seen those, what their prices move are going where? for. To huh? your Blackford house? Yeah, somehow I lost like oh, a couple shit. boxes of books. Oh, bummer. Uh, and some are like these old Stolen. vampire stories. Like, yeah. you know, that like oh, I've yeah. seen them like at half price books yeah. and like $50, $75. Yeah. And I'm like, someone stole them. No, I don't, I don't think it's something like this really niche stuff. I don't think anybody would have stolen I've somehow either I've How threw them away would you or missed them. Yeah. That's especially a box of books. It's not. Yeah, you pay someone to move, you've yes. stolen. Yeah. Yeah. We did pay somebody to move us, and that's crossed my mind. Stolen. Um, but I don't think they would have known. They would have had to known what they are. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, I noticed that when I unpacked all my books and stuff. You know you huh. know who moved Matt and I cross country? U-Haul. Matt and I. <laughs> In a U-Haul truck. Yep. It's, I didn't want my shit stolen. <laughs> I either, a very, me. either a very niche, long con was performed <laughs> upon you, or a very disappointed yeah, very Second. disappointed theft. Like he's yeah. like, "What the fuck, books?" Or, or they're they're in some uh, like a basement box somewhere. I've gone through every oh, one of those boxes. That sucks. Yeah. I'm going yeah. with an extremely disappointed yeah. <laughs> part-time employee. That's right. like, right. Oh could, god, could books. your sister be punking you? Could someone no, have taken no, them? No. So okay. speaking of houses and moving and things like that, real, real quick, I, I do want to do want to touch on this topic. Uh, so there's this lady in Colorado. She spent money. This is my favorite story. Have you seen this oh, story? Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you if you knew about this. Oh, yeah, this yeah. Is of course, insane. of course, oh, of course. I check. You know everything. I check the Daily Mail like three times this a day. Is the, this is the worst story you're going to hear. Hold up. Is this the one about the lady that kills her husband? No, 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 no. This lady spends no, no, every no. penny she no, no, has no. to buy a house. No, no, no. So this lady, mm. she, she, it, it's her dream home, right? She saved up money. She bought this house. Um, it's, you know, she's, she's excited to move into this house and the house <laughs> is infested with snakes. Oh shit. Are you the one who hates snakes? I hate fucking yeah, yeah. snakes. They're coming out of the wall. So this, <laughs> this house, not only is this house infested with snakes, number one, the realtor ghosts her. The realtor that, that she, that she, you know, she had it, that sold her this house or helped, helped to get her this house, ghosts her. It's radio silence gone right just gone man then they tell her that the infestation is worse than they thought it was they think there's babies in the wall yeah they so yeah. so she has not moved in because obviously she is completely scared i don't oh, know dude. what kind of snakes i don't think it doesn't they're, matter they're they're, they're, they're harmless they're like yeah. they're like, like gardeners black, garners garter snakes or but black, they told black her their advice was you need to move she's like how am yeah. i gonna move so she hasn't moved into the house because you know, obviously snakes. I'd burn that fucking bitch to the ground. That's, that was going to be my question to you yeah. all. What, like, what, what would you do? And then, how would you hand this realtor just like 
ghosted her man just gone at one point i think she had said the story said she found 40 snakes in the house and, and then what well, and she brought yeah. she brought somebody in or people in uh-huh. to, to help get rid of them and i guess they told her that the problem was actually worse than yep. the, than they initially and, thought and it was the only advice they had to her was you should move and she said how am i gonna move i've spent every penny i have on this house i felt horrible but for i woman. i thought it was worse that the realtor just like had yeah. bailed but it's not right? a realtor issue at that point right Unless, but you, you can know. sue the realtor i think can't you because if they didn't disclose it would, like but how did it you pass would have inspection? to sell that you would have to sue the person who who owned it no but, you would sue the inspector how does the closing inspector get that by you could sue them all but like you know you have to sign up the disclosures basically of everything that's wrong with this house and if somebody knew it and didn't disclose it. Yeah, right. they're on So they the were harmless snakes, but nevertheless, but that's that's I don't creepy. care. That's creepy. Who cares? Yeah, no, that's creepy. Who cares? I, I, there I are can. snakes coming from the wall. No, no, no. There are. This, no. It, so it's snake season already. My next neighbor texted me a picture the other day mm-hmm. of yep. a skin that they found oh, yeah. on the side of their house mm-hmm. that my house, like faces yeah. my house. And yep. I'm like, oh, no. Do brick? Uh, yeah. There you go. They Why? They like rub on it. No, they use the corners. To, to if, if you had shed. a skin to, to shed, shed yeah. I'm assuming you don't, yeah. but if you had a skin to shed, yeah. you too would need a yeah. rough edge to yeah. grab hold. These are um, rat snakes. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I, I don't want them. You know? Doesn't no, matter. No, no, no. I am no thanks. You can rat the hell out somewhere else. Yeah, get out of now, here. Now, I appreciate you and your rat eradication yeah. efforts. But, but you need oh to no, Matt bought me a hoe so I could chop him up. Like she's mm. she's legitimately. Yeah, David sh- Bailey killed this one in his yard the other day. Oh, Matt yeah, showed no. me that the day that you my sure neighbor sent me the picture. Whoa, Matt yeah. showed me Bailey's uh, picture. Yeah, no, that's not. Smart. Yeah, this poor woman. I felt terrible. Well, because what do you do? You can't. You you can't. You can't sell it. You can't move in. What do you do? Uh, you have someone burn it down and file insurance claim. But you can't. You, you do that before you tell the world. Yeah. yeah. It's too um, late now. It was in the Daily Mail. You're screwed yeah, now. Yeah. It's Well, we know about it here, so... You can't fumigate. I mean, even fumigating is not going to... Right? That's Will fumigating kill a snake? I don't think it will. I mean, I think snakes. there's a way to... Yeah. The way, there's got to be a way to kill them or a way to capture them. The, the but, problem is, just like... Like, fumigation works for insects, mm-hmm. but for... Um, mice and that kind of thing. And rodents. You don't want to kill snakes. them where they are because then they rot then when they, they die. Right, yes. yeah. And especially if and the, the same thing. Yeah, like... So mm. I think the only option would be to, ca- to capture them, right? But if there's a there's more than but they thought... it's not thought, like a squirrel. If there's more than they thought... You need to tear the house down. That's like... Yeah. But but I, I, I do. I feel bad for this. And I don't know what a solution is. Like, And I do feel bad that the realtor... Demolition. Ghost, again, that the realtor ghosted her because I think but, that's a that's a crap move. But as sure. as you all pointed out, like the inspector possibly, but I would dare say that it's not my job as an inspector to determine the house is filled, the walls are filled with snakes. But is it? Isn't it? No. no. But it's because not. Because my li- job but is to determine the. No. I'll, I'll but tell it's, you, it's as not livable. Who, but okay, that's when, not what they check. When they I check contract plumbing, HVAC. Yes. No time out. You're looking for holes where rodents can get in. If you are an inspector, you are looking for holes where snakes and rodents can get into the walls. I guess I always felt like if there has was, to be places where I could. There's no way that I can think every every hole where a varmint gets into a wall is. A hole, like it's an obvious hole. Yeah, like there could be a gap in construction. You know what I mean? It, like when we contracted the years ago when we contracted the inspector. Like one of the things they told me is he's like, "This is a review of everything I saw. I'm not saying this is everything. There may have been something I missed. Like when we bought this house, there was a dog in the backyard. Right. They give a best case effort. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not on like the hook it's, for that. No, it, y'all like, had a bonus dog. 
No, it was dog that it lived here previous. Dog. That had, dog. Yeah. Yeah, it, they had, it had tore up the yard oh or whatever. But, but it, um, so like, that's not on them. I don't think it's on the real estate agent. Not at all. You could argue that it's on the previous homeowner. That's what But what happens if I put the house on the market in the spr- in the fall, it sells in the spring, and I didn't know. And them snakes don't come out until spring. That it, they were all there cold, and then they warmed up and partied. I like, guess that's the only thing you can do. Th- you would think that somebody would have noticed it. If right. It's, if now, it's, it's I don't that think you bad. go from zero to a thousand in five days. They're coming right? out the vents. <laughs> oh, fuck. stop talking about it. So <laughs> I, I think that the only thing you could do, you could, yeah. the only thing you could do is sell it. Like you said, you'd have to wait who's and sell it. But you... But you'd have to wait till they're dormant and sell it and then get out. <laughs> or like someone snakes. who's not well, afraid of snakes. There's some... <laughs> Maybe find your local herpetologist might want to yeah, live there, right? right? There's some effed up people in this world that probably would spend snakes some time in that place. Bonus, right? You could Airbnb it to psychopaths. I mean, clearly. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just saw the story and I was like, man, I saw what a the, nightmare. I, saw too, I was like, I wonder if Carrie saw this. is terrible. Yeah, no, what, a, what a absolute nightmare. Wasn't the girl in the interview? Did you see her on the news or Mm-mm, no? She was no. like close to tears. Yeah, she well, was I would have cool been about too. It, but yeah. she was like, she said like they were trying to move in and her kids were pranking her and they were putting rubber snakes in places mm-hmm. and that her brother and a friend or somebody were putting in closet shelves so they were pranking them. Because the Daily the Daily Mail had a picture of drywall that had been like mm-hmm. pulled like pulled out or whatever, and it was just. I mean, snakes. in all honesty. You'd have Nightmares. to tear everything down to the studs. Yeah. Yeah, tear all the drywall. Eradicate yeah. what you could. And then you'd have to find the sort of where they're coming. Are they coming right. from the and ground up? And yeah. As, as Heather said, you have to find how, they, how are they How there? are they? How are, where, you know. And what's attracting they, them to this they place? They can't yeah. live. It's an insurance claim. Well, I was going to say, your insurance should cover this. If you need to pull all the drywall down and But if you just, it, if you just bought it, if you just bought it, though. the opposite. Force majeure. Yeah. Right? No kidding. That's where you learn your French. Burn that fucker down. <laughs> well, for one, could not live. I just die. Yeah, that's nightmare fuel. Like literally. I, I kind of like said snake house for the title. Of this snake house. <laughs> I've said previously. That's that's what you do. Is the the only thing you can do is grab a snake by the tail, whip it around your head, throw it in one direction, run the other. That's your only chance you got to get out. I could not. I can you could imagine not like sleep? No, I, I couldn't. No, it couldn't no. because the walls are crawling. I couldn't do it. Well, and so John John worked with I this girl who was living over here at Colts Run with the, these apartments oh, yeah. that aren't too far from here. And all of a sudden, this like substance started dripping from the walls, and they realized it was honey. And then oh, they bees <laughs> in the wall. Well, That's no, pretty okay. no, okay. So I saw realized. this on the news too. Don't say realized. First of all, she said, well, there's a strange substance dripping from my walls. And I'm like, what do you mean dripping from your wall? And she said, well, there's something on my wall that's not normal. And I looked at the other pharmacist who is also a middle-aged man. And I was like, I think this is a movie. And he said, she said, well, it's sweet. And I said, how do you know it's sweet? She said, well, I tasted it. And I said, so an unknown substance is coming from a wall. And your first thought is put it in your mouth. But your first substance is to lick the wall. You are smarter than this. You learned the wafting technique in chemistry. Like you should know you do not eat an unknown substance first to figure out what is it. What's the number one rule in science experiments? Do not put anything in your mouth. nothing. The snozberries taste like like snozberries. I was just thinking Willy Willy Wonka. Like you lick the wallpaper. She's like, well, it tastes like honey. That was a reference to what was that cop show? What was that? The cop movie? The snozberries taste like snozberries? Well, that's Willy Super Wonka. Troopers. Oh, Super Troopers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But you boys like Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they they brought in the the local the 
apartment handyman. I wish he hadn't said their name. Sorry. Um, but then he showed up and he's like, well, we just wipe it down. It'll be all right. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not, no, that's not acceptable. So, so then, then they found out there are bees in the wall. Yes. Because there was like, bees coming out of the vent. Yeah, it's be- pretty common. It happens it started, a lot. Right? I was like, I get that. But she has like a billion animals. This is also nightmare fuel for me. And one Snakes of the people and bees. Is, one of the, well, bees would That's what me. this thing, this whole episode is nightmare and bees. Fueled. Oh, nightmare fuel. Nightmare I like fuel, that. Okay. Nightmare fuel. Um, so then that way you can warn people too, because we don't want to be sued. Sean's not here to say it. So then he said, well, we'll just wipe it down. It'll be all right. They'll leave. I'm like, no, that's not an acceptable answer. Well, if you've ever Shit lived in an apartment, those handymen that they have there, yes. they Art want handy. to do less than zero. Drug <laughs> addict. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Art handy. But it, like she said that, and I was like, well, my roommate's allergic to bees. And I was like, did you mention that? And she's like, well, she has an EpiPen. And I'm like, she's going to die. Like, you all are not understanding the level at which I said what? you should ask to be moved you should be in another apartment they have to pay for you to go somewhere else your animals should be moved too because what if it stings a rabbit what if your roommate licks the walls i don't i would leave that out of the original complaint if i were your (laughs) legal representation which i'm not this is not legal advice Um, but the more they said that i was like this i get it i'm an old middle-aged man who looks at these things and i'm like i see a lot of issues with this crap and you all just I, I miss the days when I would just move right along and think, dude, this is so cool. I've got honey on my walls and there are bees coming out of vents. <laughs> right? Rock and I got on. a cold case of Milwaukee's best That's light. Right. <laughs> right? Come on over and we can watch the bees fight. So didn't you say that the bees just disappeared and they forgot about oh, it? Oh, they disappeared. Because I asked, like, weeks later, I said, so what happened? She's like, oh, they just stopped coming around. And I said, you mean the bees? So did they tear out the drywall and clean it out and do all that? And she's like, no, it just stopped. So maybe the queen died of the hive collapse. Could, no, could be. But, no, they travel. Well, they travel and they rest. But and al- then- also the pro- the problem becomes if that if that honeycomb is in the wall and they have left, it will just rot. Yes, because I we had a story on News of the Weird uh, not too long ago that there it was it was. Um, somewhere not in america i think it was in england but these people had bought this house and it had just rotting honeycomb like everywhere and they had to pull up all the floorboards and get it out and it was mm-hmm. just fil- filled with just just a grossness um but yeah so even if they left it's still a problem yeah. because the honeycomb's there and it can just rot and and yeah so, so i don't know yeah Thanks. but it's usually like queen the queen does or they have yeah. five claps and that's, you know? like yeah that's what you I, 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 like somebody who knows what they're doing you go in there you trap the queen you attract the queen you move them they move, move the whole them. thing you can't put them in the back of a dotson and go 70 <laughs> miles an hour like you gotta, you gotta slow walk it out a to get it to hell out hell I, I was like you could have at least put it in that decrepit movie theater before you dumped yeah. it I'll, I'll take things i'm afraid of for 800 please alex snakes, uh, snakes and bees, snakes and bees. Okay. oh yeah are you uh, allergic to bees no i just i'm you just afraid like when i'm outside okay. in the pool or bees reading or doing i don't want them near me so, but snakes yeah. nah. no no i I don't like it okay. stung. I, I I think I told I'm I don't know if Chad knows, but I was at like our first summer here. I was out pulling weeds and I got stung in the back. Mm. I was wearing a bathing suit. It was uh-huh. hot. I, I got stung that. in the back. I swelled. Yeah, but not. I'm not allergic. Was right. it a bee or a hornet or what? I, I mean, was, there's so I many weird things. I think it was right. a bee. Flying. I don't know. We got a lot of stinging stuff uh, here. Yeah, we did. Lots of stinging stuff. The I just remember growing it's up, um, we get stung by, I got stung by a wasp at my grandma's house. Yeah. and uh, she Wasp put, things hurt. She put like a POTUS on it. It was like mustard and something else and I don't even know. Oh, was it a wasper? She put some mercurochrome on there. <laughs> no, no. But it was like mustard and something Salt. else. I'd call it a POTUS. Yeah. 
It's so, a poultice. Poultice. Sorry. Nail. Poultice. I was like, POTUS? You rub some Joe on it? Yeah, yeah, it's a POTUS. POTUS on the back. Whatever. POTUS where it hurts. Anyway, okay, so enough nightmare fuel. Let's get to to happy thoughts and cocktail corner here because Heather made us an absolutely delicious, delicious summer cocktail. Okay. So for y'all don't live in Kentucky, our, uh, our local LA comes out with sometimes a seasonal flavor. Is it every year? Because I'm not from here. It just started. Like, just yeah, started. Like a cherry. It just, it just so it started with cherry. Mm-hmm. Then last year was blackberry. Right. And this summer is peach, which is my favorite thing on earth. Um, if you follow House on Old South on Instagram, you'll know my house is in peach decor right now. It's kind of like my May, June decor. I love peach, everything. So I thought, what can I make with this peach? I'm going to make up a cocktail. So this is muddled mint and muddled peaches and simple syrup that I made homemade and freshly squeezed lemon juice, uh, bourbon, and then... You used Maker's Mark, right? I used Maker's Cask okay. because when you use bourbon with specific things, it loses, the flavor gets lost. Uh So like if I were to use anything that wasn't super strong, you would not be able to taste the bourbon, which you could barely taste. Yeah, I was going to say, you couldn't really taste it at all. So I use Maker's Cask. Now if I used any other bourbon, you wouldn't be able to taste anything. And then when I was done, I stuck it over ice. I topped it with the peach ale eight seasonal and it's garnished with a giant peach slice and some mint. And canned peaches at that. Let's, I used canned so, because yeah. I just feel like that. Go, it's sweeter I like the and softer. Yeah. It's softer than the fresh peach. Yeah. So that Nothing is what I'm going to call a, an ALA peach bourbon smash. Ooh. And I could get fucked up on these all summer because yeah. you don't taste the bourbon. Mm-mm. You could just sit there sipping on it. Yep. Um, we could sell it to people who don't like bourbon, and they would sip it and not even know. Yeah, so, or or people who don't yeah. like cocktails, right? If you don't, and if so. you haven't tried the peach ale eight, I would love for you to go out and get that, even just to just sip on all summer. But so. note that if you go to Richmond and get the peach ale eight, it is by the cheese. Yeah, I went to the <laughs> Richmond uh, Kroger. It was not with the ale eight or any of the other sodas. It was in the back by the cheese coolers. I was very confused. Pallets yeah. and pallets of it. But shout out to the Kroger people for for telling you where it was. Yeah, I had to stop someone and say, "Yeah, that's kind um, of a rarity." Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, uh, today is the official release. I'm here. I've checked every day for two weeks. Where's the peach ale eight? I'm so excited about this and. Um, shout out to AL8 because when I posted like a reel on my um, Instagram, they liked it. So, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. yeah. They like that I promote them. So, Chad, you actually like this the cocktail. Yes, I did. I thought it was delicious. Yeah. I'm glad Chad liked it because I tried to make something Chad would drink. It only has a tiny bit of lemon juice, but it's still a little too acidic for him. But it's kind of like a bourbon mojito. But you know what? I think I think you could leave out the lemon juice and it would still be delicious. I think so, too. I think, I think yeah. you could. I mean, I like the acidity that mm-hmm. it adds but i the do bites. think that you could possibly like if somebody For chad yeah didn't like or, but, had, I'm, but i'm yeah. gonna carry on that i love canned peaches yeah don't, yeah yeah don't, i love don't canned like a fresh peaches. cut peach looks beautiful with like it's kind of shades of red it's but it's hard sour. it's yeah, hard it's and sour yeah. so yeah. i use the sweetness yeah but it did drain it you saw me drain them right i wanted to drain the syrup get you a good nectarine yeah. yeah millions oh, of peaches peaches for me millions of peaches peaches for free yeah Presidents Move. of the United States of America. Absolutely. Move into the country. I'm going to get eat a lot of peaches. They, John's not here to warn you about the 30-second thing, right. but we're going to have no, to they, they, they actually said that they wanted to make as much money as they could 
and then just get out. And I think that's what they did. I think they accomplished that. They didn't did, they? and like they just wrote a bunch of goofy songs, got yeah. picked up, got I popular. Them so- and that then was my senior year high school, and yeah. I used that song for Lump. all of my reels. Yeah, Lump. Either I that mean, or yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, when they started, Lump stood with- alone in a parking <laughs> lot, totally emotional except for heart. Yeah. Showed up in my pajamas. But Peaches, Peaches is a versatile song because I always I sing it with it for the tune for a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Making taquitos, gonna make me some taquitos. It's funny for me because I moved to the country. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So, speaking of Peaches, did you all enjoy the Peaches song? The, the performer named Peaches, her classic song, Fuck the Pain Away? Uh, um, I'll take what's Jed talking about for two hundred, yeah. please. Oh. We'll, we'll sample that after okay. this. Okay, all right. So what we drink in the dark, John, John, John. What we drink in the shadows, uh, John, yeah. or the dark in, in the that shadows. case. Uh, John, what did you think of the cocktail? Uh, two thumbs up. It was Siskel and Ebert. Now, thank you. Um, <laughs> God, I hated them. Actually, I just hated one of them. Um, who Ebert? Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't? Completely. Like it was a fucktard. In all honesty, like. Your top, the top um, cocktail for me still is the blackberry. This is potentially number two, but it's extraordinarily dangerous. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, extraordinarily it is. dangerous. The danger all, level you is high. All summer on the patio. Danger, danger zone. Robinson. Danger. I danger didn't zone. know what bourbon was in it until you told me, and yeah. I would never have guessed cask strength <laughs> anything. I would have yeah. thought that you'd done like a 90 proof something yeah. to give it a little, but but the peach is wonderful. The mint's good. You are spot on when um, Chad mentions, and when you've mentioned Chad echoed the, the canned peach, that's that's what this yeah. cocktail needs. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I like the look, the color, the visual of, mm-hmm. a, of a fresh peach. And the but sweetness the problem is, of the canned peach. What, but like a fresh peach, I can get the, the, the benefits of a fresh peach. They're sour. This, this yeah. needs... A canned peach. But I yeah. liked the look sands. of the canned peach. Yeah, it was like pretty. It. No, it was, yeah. it was good. I like it too. It needs that yeah. sands the liquid, sands the yeah. syrup, because it really is, it's much more appropriate for yeah. it. To me. So we did have some bourbon, but before we get to that, real quick, would you be willing, and I know I know you're a cocktail cocktail connoisseur, cocktail master, would you, like, if somebody was interested in this, would you be willing to kind of share the ratios? Of course. I just made this up. Do you want me to do it? Well, you can. Sure. Sure. So, I muddled three mint leaves, a quarter peach. Leaves. What did I say? Leaves. Leaves. (laughs) God damn it. She's still very upset about the Toronto maple leaves collapse. Fuck them. (laughs) Go Golden Knights. We play tonight at 10. Okay. So, fuck the leaves. I'm glad they're out. Go Panthers. No, okay. they're leaves. They're actually our leaves. Leaves. Okay. leaves. So, it's three mint leaves, <laughs> a quarter peach. You muddle that together. You add a half ounce of simple syrup. I did a half ounce of freshly squeezed lemon. Then two ounces of bourbon. You could do two and a half and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shake it. I didn't strain it. Like a Polaroid it. picture. You shake it like a Polaroid picture. And then I, sh- I didn't hey, strain mom. it. So the weirdest thing for me about this cocktail is I didn't strain it. I didn't give you a straw. So I, sh- I shook it. I put it in the glass. And then I topped it with a whole peach slice in a Skewered. prism pick, they're called, yeah. or skewer. And then a giant piece of prism mint. Chunk. Prism yeah. pick? Pris- the prism. 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 <laughs> I thought you said prison, too. I did too. Like, sorry. It's sorry, sorry, sorry. These are what you use in prison to get up. Prism picks, they're called. <laughs> so, or a skewer. And then a giant piece of mint and on see, top of I, the garnish. I liked the... Don't, oh, don't sorry. And then I topped it with AL8 peach yes. on top. 
to give it fuzzy and I put the peach ale in the middle and let everyone add it as they mm-hmm. went because some people might like more, more than the half yeah. ounce I put in there. So and half I, ounce to ounce. I actually liked the peach kind of pieces. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, like, I like that. I yeah, like And it. I drink it with a straw at home, but I wasn't going to do that to y'all yeah, no, because it, you're like... <laughs> it was really, really, really good. So thanks, Heather. And I like oh, having just welcome. a big random peach yeah. to eat too. <laughs> A you peach know? what? Just having a peach to eat. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. Okay. And so this was like Chad loves a mojito, and yes. I thought, what can it's I kind get of a that crossover? Yeah, yeah, a Very bourbon mojito, mojito yeah. peach. Yeah, I'll probably be listening. Crossover. I don't ever listen to this podcast if I'm if I'm on it because I hate to hear my voice. But I'll probably listen to it again to try to recreate this one at the house. Well, you can just fast. For, if you don't like yeah. your voice, you just fast forward like a minute. 13. Oh, 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 I have another idea. You could also text Heather the recipe. Oh, that's man. too much work. Yeah. Or what a dick. If you want to fast forward to an hour thirteen, that's about where she starts. So you. Yeah, don't he have to knows I'll text him any recipe yeah. he wants. So. so John, John, since John was here today, he got to do the the, the bourbon pick and he ahoy blinded ahoy. us. Uh, yes, uh, so we're ho- ahoy hoy today uh, and bourboned by John. So Heather, what did you think of this one? Semi gross. Okay. <laughs> Semi gross. It's my first. That was going off my first sip. So it's finished in something again that I. I'm not used to. It's either super oaky or finished in a port barrel or something that Heather's not all about. Um, it's not super strong. It's not hot. There's not a long finish. There's not a nose. It doesn't have legs. It's just whatever. Easy to sip on. Um, it's something I've had before, though. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. The Proof. color's beautiful. Proof. Oh, gosh. Um, one more sip. <laughs> Down my cheek. Barely 90. Okay. 90. Chad? I like it. It's casual, nice sipper. Uh, I would say it's maybe 90 to 94 range, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it could be older, maybe four to six. Or not super old, but it doesn't doesn't seem young at all. Okay. I thought it was, no, it's not young. It's dusty-esque. I thought no. it was quite tasty. Older. Yeah. I, older. I, I thought it was fine. Um, based on things that we've had like previous yeah. weeks on the show, it was I actually... I definitely wouldn't label it semi-gross. <laughs> right? it was, it's it was, better than the garbage I've had lately on the show. No, that's but a little rude. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, I, I thought it was decent. It wasn't hot. Semi-gross is code for not my favorite, okay. but it's okay. I thought it was a decent sipper. Yeah, um, yeah just not not overly flavorful didn't have a lot of flavor going on but not i didn't think it was not awful super hot it's not a it's not a rye i didn't even think it was semi terrible but i would put it probably between 90 and 100 at the highest it's not end. a rye it's not a wheat yeah, it's right. a bourbon it's a, it's definitely a bourbon it's a bourbon so john what 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 is it so this i picked up this week um and it's i've i've started to try to I, I thoroughly enjoy... I mean, it's nice to have all the answers, just like the teacher's edition we discussed previously. But it's one of those There's a sense of power there, isn't it? it? There is. <laughs> and then one likes to prolong that sense of power by talking endlessly about nothing. <laughs> um, I know it well. Pause as we go back to a commercial. <laughs> oh, kids, you want the answers? <laughs> so Heather said, not disgusting... Um, but it's one of those things that I, I decided I wanted to try simply to see because, honestly, I've had this... I've had something of this before. I've not had it recently. Sometimes people poo-poo it, but I wanted to try and see, and I found a barrel select or a single barrel version of it at 100 proof. So I thought, we'll see if it's decent. Fun fact, 
I hate four roses. I love the fact that I, you started the episode right? with that. I hate four roses. four roses. Isn't that fun? It's yeah. a four roses single barrel, yeah. 100 proof yeah. that I picked up actually this week at Costco for yeah. like thirty five yeah. ninety nine. dollars I've never weird. been a fan. But it's mm. one of those things 100 that proof. Right on the list. I thought was interesting because we all have preconceived notions about four roses or about a lot of different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. The proof... It to me it drinks a lot warmer than it is, which surprised me. But you've um, had that knowledge going into it. So but I also knew. And yeah. see, that's mm-hmm. the thing is I can't. As Chad has taught us all, the blonde is the great equalizer. Yeah, knowing <laughs> what it is, mm-hmm. I swear. Like I, I have these. I have these ideas that I swear I think I know something. And that's why I've told Carrie like pick something when I'm here that I I know what the choices are. Pick something because I guarantee I'll never figure it out. Well, I like the warehouse number in honor of Heather's BS. BS. Bullshit. <laughs> yes, that stands for B South. Yes, South. So what's yeah. funny is last week Chad, last two weeks ago, Chad blinded us with Makers Forty Six, and yeah. I know I hate that, and I know I don't like more, most Four Roses. So. <laughs> My palate stays true. Like, sometimes I get tricked, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this, or I like this, but I've never liked Four Roses, and I I think I need to go on a barrel pick there just to try something that I like. Well, I guess good luck finding that, but they're hard as hell to get. I would love to go on a Four Roses barrel pick to find something I like. So it wasn't... I love the bottle. I think it's gorgeous. I love the facility. I've been there. They're nice. Not a fan of the terra... All the whole terracotta thing Yeah, no, it's it's That's very Southwest. But that's that's not... Where you yeah. do that's not where you do the barrel pick. Right. You, do the barrel, you do it at Cox's Creek, which is oh really in cl- bar, closer to Bardstown. In Bardstown, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. that's just our gift it's shop. Two there pro- tour, yeah, it's yeah. a two pronged yeah. approach. But the tour, I, the tour that we've been to, the gift mm-hmm. shop we've been to, is the very southwest okay. terracotta. That's the one that's in yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Lawrenceburg. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not finished anything weird. It's just an oak barrel. Nope. Nope. Just there. Just there. The first taste I took, I was like, oh. Single it was barrel. Like a smoky, I mean, that, to me, my description like, of that perfectly summed up four yeah. roses. That's it, the thing it's about a it. Right? Drinker. I mean, yeah. nothing it's, exciting. It's fine. The other thing about having again the teacher's edition when you have a pupil that has done very nicely, Chad wins the prize because it's <laughs> it's a perfect description of an average barrel. Yeah. It. I walked through there and and for Costco has one of those things where sometimes you find something cool. Sometimes, and sometimes you they don't have shit. Yeah. yeah. They, um, I will say they had a palette of um, the 10-year Russell's uh, product that was out. So I, I normally I'll look for those just to see. I look for the things to see what's out there, what's different, that kind of thing. Some of them I've had that are terrible, mm-hmm. which some of you have tried. Some are really not very impressive at all. Yeah. But it had been a long time since I'd had Four Roses. At 100 proof, I thought this will be interesting to see what people think. If yeah. they like it any better than they thought they would, Heather. So you truly don't like Four Roses. That's Heather I think does established not. That. I thought it was fine, uh, especially for thirty bucks. I mean, yeah, yeah. What I think is the interesting gimmicky thing that they do have is that they've got ten different recipes yeah. mm-hmm. for their for their right. barrel proof picks, right. right? I mean, yeah. have you done the have you done the tour where they do the like at the end where they give you all the different choices like the the different yeah i did a tour there years ago yeah it's, you know where you we, had headphones and shit and yeah we, we did that we did one a couple of years ago we did it once a while ago and they're like these are all the machinations in the end it was a very at that point it was still a very small like fake bar set up inside the gift, the gift shop, shop and then right, they built right. a monster yeah. behind it but um like when they talked about it they're like well this and this and this and this i'm like this is these are permutations on options that are still mm-hmm. going to all taste essentially the same right yeah. i'm not 
my palate is not such that I can define the floral aspects of. And people right. people camp out and line up for their. Uh, oh, for depends on which one. It yeah, is. yeah, right. Select yeah, the, camp yeah. out. They're, fun they're fun fact. fact uh, I'll have an even better fun fact because I know this will resonate with these two. My favorite bottle that I own that I will never sell under any condition is the commemorative bottle of Secretariat. Yes. It's a, this bottle, but it's got the neck oh, is yeah, blue yeah. and white checking oh, like that. And huh. It's a gorgeous fucking bottle. Huh. It is gorgeous. I yeah. was just going to say, fun fact, I think you were on this pick, but Matt met his brother from another mother, Neff, on a Four Roses Four, four Roses. You were there, yeah. right? Yeah. Huh. Aaron was walking down the street. Matt pulled over. I didn't over. go that We got snow that day, oh, and I had to so, go to the office. So Matt pulled over and uh, and said something disgusting to Neff. <laughs> I won't say what he said. Picked him up, and brothers from another mother ever since. That was probably six years ago? Yep. Seven? Six, yeah. Is that yeah. how they met? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just randomly. They, they were on a there. pick. Matt came out for a pick. It was Chad a karma was there. pick. Yeah, it was a karma pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so for Carrie, who hates the look of the Four Roses distillery, I feel sorry for her ever going out west. Because well, that's I mean, what all of our houses I, look like. Yeah. I, I don't our houses were stucco. My houses were stucco with a roof and like wood, like a wood trim and a clay roof and a stucco building. So let me, nice. let me, let me addendum that for, for a second. Footnote that a little bit. I don't like it. I don't. In Kentucky, it doesn't, look it good doesn't in fit in here. It Thank you. It's like it doesn't got, fit like, in here. The, like a little, just add a dash yeah. of Santa Fe. No, I agree. It does not Santa fit Fe, in here. Santa Fe via yeah. Yeah. You can be Santa Fe all you want or Southwest, but it does I'm not well, fit in here. I'm perfectly fine with it in California. Yeah. If I go out to I expect to see that if New yeah. Mexico, California, but not in Kentucky. Nevada. Yeah. In, in yeah. fairness, that's Southwest Anderson County. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And also in Carrie's defense, when I go there, I don't want to take pictures. I'm like, this place is fucking ugly. Yeah. So, no, if I to, it's if, like a yellow stucco. If I went to oh, New it's, it's yellow. yellow. It's yeah. like yeah. yeah. If I went to New Mexico and I didn't see that, I'd be like, "What the hell?" Right. right? But going to Lawrenceburg, I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. It's there. a twofold thing. Uh, they they explain it on the tour if you're really interested, and it's a decent tour. I you know recommend. Uh, you know, they're all pretty much yeah, the same. Yeah, if you're interested yeah. in that, but uh, you know, it, it just. Going there to see what's funny when we got to the bullet pick. The lady was like, you know, she's like, all right, do you want want to start with the tour? And Heather and I were both like, no, No. we know how bourbon's (laughs) made. Please, no, we're good, we're good. good. None of your stuff is proprietary. You're not doing anything that that John John Q. Public down the street is not doing. We're doing fake shit. Let me taste your stuff. Let's mash is the mash, right? Right. Yeah. So, all right. So, end of the show. Shout outs. So today is May fourteenth. I'd like to shout out to my mom and uh, for putting up with all of my shit and all the moms out there yeah. and all the people who don't have moms because today is a tough day for mm-hmm. people who aren't moms or mm-hmm. people who don't have moms. Mm-hmm. So today sucks for some people. So shout out to mm-hmm. moms and people who don't have moms. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I will second that. I will also shout out my buddy Rob. I think he still listen to the show. How to Rod. talk. Rob, different, l- not no, different, oh, different, not Rod, not Rod. He's Rob. Uh, going through probably the most trying time in his life, and uh, he's suffering right now. So I had a good conversation with him today, buddy. I just want you to know I'm thinking about you. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Shout out to the moms. Um, I would uh, also shout out that I knew Heather would do the moms thing. Good job. Thanks. But also the people that in your life treated you like your mom. They were your mom. There were other people that kind of weren't yes. your mom, but they sort of watched over you as well. Second that was moms. one of the, the good things of growing up in a small town. Everybody kind of looked after you, whether you wanted them to or not. 
Yes, you're mowing the yard. I'm not going to cut off my foot. I know people have cut off their foot, but I'm not going to cut off my foot. I'm going to continue this postage stamp size yard, and it'll be fine. But luckily, there was a, another mom sitting there watching you. So those folks, we think about them. No shout And out. also Denny Crumb. I was going to say. Yeah. R.I.P. to Denny Crumb. It's always easier to like people when they're old, like the queen, except Chan. Yeah, um, I don't fucking like Denny Crumb either. <laughs> but you got to respect what he did, though. Two championships, yeah. I mean, yeah. never nervous oh, Purvis, yeah. Purvis Ellison. Yeah. That dude, right. man. I mean, he did a good a job. Hell of a player. He did a good job. I mean, but those are still always will be love. Heather, are you familiar? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't think so. And I enjoyed it. I was only thinking of Ted Lasso. There's someone amazing show. Trent Krim or Trent oh Trent Krim from the Independent. No, no. <laughs> that's the only thing I was thinking. D- Danny Krum. No, Danny Krum. Danny Krum. Um, back that's in the Trent Krum, the Independent. It's not real. When UFL was good, you got to admit he got pushed out by Patino. Uh, I don't admit it. I'll shout it from the rooftops. Everybody knew he got crapped on by Rick, just as Rick pushed out Red Auerbach. Oh, I've heard of that douchebag. Okay, got Thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's he. I mean, he did a good job to purge anybody that could be a com- competition. You're talking about St. John's Fondest now, right? Is that, oh, is that where he yes. went? Up? Yeah. Yep. Yes, yes. But yeah, no, I mean, Denny Crump, two championships in the 80s uh, with two great teams. Was it 80 and 83 or sorry? 80 and 86. 80 and 86. 86. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, two two great Louisville teams and, yep. you know, revive the uh, the UK Louisville, Louisville rivalry. Patriot. Yeah. yeah. Wrong. Uh, the governor forced him to play. Well, yeah, and he but won the he, dream game, which the, is not a positive thing. The but bottom for bringing that up. But bottom line is, it was revived in under him anyway. He's dead, John. No, so. technically, the governor made us play, okay. and then Kentucky and Joe Hall played there go, him. There goes that vein when John then, gets upset. That I vein. was going to say this is not helping my commemoration. <laughs> Since he shaves his head, okay. he can yeah. really see it now. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> big. Just to be push on him, silence the vein. Silence the vein. Okay. Anyway, any other shout outs? Um, I think that's probably it. Okay. Because you um, haven't been on here in a while. So. Well, I haven't yeah. been on. I'm tr- I know there were other things. I I will say shout out to those who were left behind. Y'all did a great job on the shows. I did enjoy them. Um, <laughs> of course, I many times shouted out your complete liars and totally wrong. <laughs> Um, but it, I would expect nothing else. Two weeks of silence is something that, luckily, this... Four weeks of silence. What did we forget? So, I don't know, oh, but I have to lies. hear it. Because he's like, well, y'all got this, 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 and this wrong. Oh, my God. Let's see. There were a few of them. Because, like, there was... I, I forget. Like, I listened to one when I was mowing the yard, and I actually physically stopped the mower <laughs> and started standing in the back. Of, Fuck these guys! I'm sure I look like a total psychopath. But I was standing in the back of You have got to be kidding me. And once you got home, I was it. like, you are not, like, you really did not say this. It was uh, Love it. unbelievable. He doesn't write it down. He doesn't Uh-oh. remember. I will also say shout out to the Candy King of the Midwest. He questioned whether or not I'm actually appearing in these shows when he said, you always start by saying he's not here, but then he shows up in the end. Like, well, what's going on? When What I want to say is, when's the Candy King of the Midwest going to come on? He Absol- keeps saying he's going to come on. And let me say this. I loved when he made an appearance on GBS because I love Carrie and her brother together. It was adorable. So if... Candy King, if you can come on, G- if you can come on, Bobo, that would be and he brought phenomenal. People, he brought yeah. people Mentos. Yeah, so yeah, that was that. amazing. So yeah. if he could come, I love when we'll him and Carrie it. play off each other because he just like like debates Carrie and calls her out on stuff, and they go back and forth like brother and sister do, and it's amazing. So Candy King, 
Come on out. Come on, Candy King. Come on, Candy King. All right. So I will shout out. uh, Thanks, everybody who came to the Derby party. Super fun. I think everybody had fun. If you didn't, well, then don't go back. Go back. Don't come back next year. Right. And uh, shout out to uh, my mom in particular, who handles the money for all the games. Uh, and we love you, Mama She's Russ. She's probably from the tail till. No, yeah. we we love you, Mama Russ. <laughs> yeah, she she Just does kidding. she She's does awesome. a fabulous job. She loves doing the money thing. It's an excellent idea. And uh, oh, yeah. and I made we'll Mama Russ an old yeah. fashioned at the derby party, so that was great. Yeah. yeah. So so shout out. And shout since out Carrie didn't all do it, shout out to all the dog moms out there who don't have children but love their fur babies as yes. much as their kids. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bacon, 12 and a half. And still Shout out to Bacon. Kicking it. Yeah. Still kicking it. Get it, Bacon. Go. All right. And we are, we're, we're going to continue to kick it. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Are you it, No. Yeah. Peace out, bitches. Fine. Okay. We're going. It, it, you know what? If you know, you know. And if you don't, you probably shouldn't. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.